Hello guys, this is Mark Saint for Brazil and Subtitled Podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, and many other platforms. This is episode number three of our podcast, and today I have the pleasure to talk to Alex Jr. He is a Brazilian, he's fluent in English, and we will be talking about sports in Brazil in general, and of course, more specifically, soccer, right? How are you doing, Alex? Hi, Mark. Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. Very happy to be My here. My pleasure to have you. <laughs> so, what can you, before we start off, what can you tell about the people? I mean, tell a little bit about yourself to the people, who you are, and all these details, please. Oh, nice. I am 28. I live in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Uh, mm -hmm. I work as an internal auditor. It's a, a different job. Okay. Few people know. For a Chinese I, company, right? For a Chinese company, right? Uh, in, uh, in the energy sector. AGPP. The energy sector. Yeah. Very interesting. So that means China has been investing a lot in Brazil when it comes to energy. A lot. There are many companies there investing really, this really is hard in Brazil. information. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, open knowledge that Chinese is investing in the energy sector in Brazil. There are many companies. And everywhere, right? Not right. only in Brazil, but in <laughs> a lot of parts of the world. Yeah, you, you can see that again. Very good. Alex, you know, the focus of our talk on the podcast tonight is talking about sports in Brazil, right? Right. Are you a sports fan? I am sure. Uh, I, I really like soccer. It's the best for me. Mm -hmm. I support Corinthians. Uh, Very good. Corinthians. Corinthians. Uh, our team. My, my so, team. Alex, I forgot to say. Sorry to cut you off, Alex. Um, uh, I forgot to say, Alex is from São Paulo. If you guys are watching there, Alex is from São Paulo. Of course, naturally, we have. Four big teams in São Paulo, right, Alex? Right. Corinthians. We have São Paulo. Can you tell the people Corinthians? Corinthians. São Paulo. São Paulo, Palmeiras e Santos. And Santos. Santos is from Rei Pelé, from the king exactly. of the soccer, right? Right. Good. So when you when we talk about soccer, it's inevitable. I mean, when we talk about sports, it's inevitable. Not to talk about soccer, right, Alex? Right. It's the most we don't want to sound the cliche here, but there is no other way. Yeah. Uh, Why do you think sport, uh, soccer is so popular, man, among the Brazilians? Uh, I was thinking, uh, not only in Brazil, okay, but uh, maybe it's because it, it's very easy to play soccer. You don't have uh, to have many things. To, to play soccer, you need something that you can kick, and it's done. Very good. Good. Wow, I've never thought of that. That's true. So if you want to play baseball, you need a set equipment, yeah. gear. In soccer, you just need a ball, right? A ball, and for kids, sometimes you see kids playing with a bottle. You know, not even a ball. Just playing around. I have, I have to say, Alex, I have already kicked uh, tin cans. 
like when you buy uh, uh, corn in yeah. a can. Yeah. <laughs> I have already used this as a ball. Yeah, <laughs> it's very common. And, and I think that. So, Alex. Uh, oh. Go on. No, uh, I was saying that without the need of equipment, it turns soccer to be very popular, you know? I think it's because of that. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And it's a big fever in, in Brazil, no? It is. It is a big fever. Yes. And it's funny because this passion uh, spreads out to other other countries in the world, I believe. The Brazilian soccer is also famous everywhere, right? I have friends in England who, I have a guy who, who is, he's probably listening, Tony, he's Flamenguista, man. He's from yeah. England and he's a fanatic fan of Flamengo. He's one of the biggest teams in Brazil. And I think uh, the national teams we had, in 1982, for example, made soccer, Brazilian soccer, so popular, you know? The five World Cups. Uh, now we are not so great. Our national team is not so great. Germany, maybe, uh, is on the top of world soccer. But Brazil is a, so, a, a strong content. Sorry, Mark? You think so? At the moment, the, the Brazilian team is, is not is not uh, so good yeah. in the international scenario. Yeah, uh, I think you can see that looking on how people support the national team. In the past, it, it was uh, a, a stronger passion, you know? Now I don't feel people are uh, so involved with the national team. When you say people, you're talking about Brazilians specifically? Yeah, yeah. Or you're talking about foreigners? No, no, about Brazilians. About Brazilians. Uh, do you believe the problem of not supporting the team is, is involved with the situation that Brazil had been facing before the pandemic, like political crisis and, and stuff like that? Uh, I don't think so, but... Maybe it has something related, but it's not the point because the last time I saw uh, Brazilian people really involved supporting the national team was 2002. The last time we won the cup. Oh, when when when, when Ronaldo yeah. and his squad uh, yeah beat the German for 2-0, right? Right. That, in my memory, uh, it was the last time uh, I remember people being really involved with the Brazilian team. Mm. After that, I don't know if it's uh, uh, our... How can I say? Brazil didn't play very good in the 2006 World Cup. And then uh -huh. we had Dunga as the coach and people don't like him very much because uh, the way he talks to, to the press, you know, to the media. Yeah, he was always so hot-headed, right? <laughs> yeah, right. And after that, we had uh, in the, the last World uh, Cup to this problem with Germany, the 7-1 game. 
that somehow break, broke the confidence we have in, in the national team, you know? And the performance in 2018? I don't remember, man. I, what was it like? <laughs> you, France was the champion, right? Right. Ah, yes, we lost to Belgium. Quarter finals. Yeah. But De Bruyne. Yeah. De Bruyne, the name of the... De Bruyne. De Bruyne. And, and Lukaku, if I remember correctly. Lukaku, yes. And there was another guy that was also really popular. Yeah. But... Uh, Correct me if I'm mistaken. The last title we have gotten was a Copa America. I don't remember, man. Wasn't it? I don't remember against Argentina. Yes. Because I remember it was Daniel Alves. No, it was against Peru. Copa America was in Brazil. I remember because I have a video about. Wow, sorry guys, I have a <laughs> video about everything I say. So, I I went to the third uh, third place. Uh, match. It was Argentina versus Chile. So Brazil played the, the, the following day against Peru. And we beat the guys, I think, for 4-0. Oh, man, I don't Daniel Alves was on the team as well. I don't remember. Yeah. But uh, that is another thing that is curious to, to see that in South America, Brazil is still uh, the first uh, national team. National team. But when you talk about worldwide national teams, we are like the, in, in the top 10 now. We are not, not really well. Yeah. We are still in the top 10, I believe, but not on top three, for example. Okay, Alex, let me ask you a question. Um, when you look at the national team, I, I'm, I have invited Alex to, to be talking to us about this topic because Alex is well-versed in the subject of soccer. Uh, he studies with me and we, we see each other once a week. And I always ask him what games are will be on on that specific night. Right, Alex? Right. <laughs> so Alex brings me the, oh, teacher, you can see this, you can see that. Corinthians is playing... Sorocaba. Sorocaba doesn't even exist. But <laughs> you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So, Alex, when you look at the national championships, do you feel the quality has, has also dropped? Sure. Like the, the Because right now we're having the state's championship. Sao Paulo is having its internal championship, Rio de Janeiro, and so on. Yeah. When you look at the quality of soccer in general inside Brazil, do you get impressed with what you see or you get disappointed? Uh, really disappointed, to be honest. I, I'm impressed with the, the way our soccer uh, declined through time. Yes. Uh, I, I, I think it has a relation with our best players being sold to Europe very early. You know, they start developing, playing well, and then they are so. Yeah, but uh, in the nineties, we had when we play, we we take the best teams in Brazil, like Flamengo, Corinthians, São Paulo, Palmeiras. Hmm. We had okay. great players. We had uh, Romário playing for Vasco. 
for example, we had Marcelinho Carioca playing for Corinthians. We don't have these really, really good players playing in Brazil. They are all in Europe. Okay. And maybe... So, the Brazilian clubs... Sorry, go on. So, uh, it just comes to my mind that maybe uh, people in Brazil don't relate to the national team because all the players play on Europe, not in Brazil. Okay. Maybe that is what causes uh, the national team. But, you know, there was a time, Alex. Go on, go on. Sorry. There is a delay, guy. Sometimes uh, uh, I get to talk over what he's saying because of this delay, but go on. So, uh, I ended. I was only saying that because of we have no good players playing in Brazil and in the national team at the same time. Maybe because of that, we, we lost contact with the national team. Alex, um, hmm. there was a time in soccer that at least the national soccer, we, we didn't have foreigners playing inside our championships. This was something impossible. I mean, whenever people talked about the Spanish championships, people would say, wow, they have great teams, but 90% of their players were foreigners. Yeah. Right? right. And I remember conversations in Brazil where we guys discussed the quality of our players and we could never fathom one day we would have foreigners playing in Brazil. Because it's, it's, it's like we didn't need soccer players coming from other countries because we were always producing wonderful stars. Yeah, right? right? That's not the reality nowadays. Correct me if I'm mistaken. No, you're right. And I really don't know what caused this. I am thinking here. And it's very common for the biggest teams in Brazil, searching in, in Colombia and Argentina, players that uh, are midfielders, you know? Mm -hmm. With more technique. So that's a big change, you know? Yeah, it's a big change. And there is another thing that you are forgetting, maybe. Coaches. Coaches. But it's more... How many coaches do we have in Brazil that, we, that are not Brazilians? It is a, a more recent you can thing, right? With the, the mm -hmm. Portugal guys coming here to train Flamengo. Flamengo, right? now Palmeiras has a, a, a Portuguese coach. Portuguese yeah. guy. Uh, it, it's yes. a more recent Coach. movement that the 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 market, the soccer market in Brazil, uh, are inclined to do. And, and who's your favorite soccer player of all time, Alex? Ronaldo. Ronaldo for me was the best that I saw. Ronaldo. Ronaldo Gaúcho or Ronaldo Fenômeno? Fenômeno. Ronaldo. Yeah, I have him here. Yeah. Gaúcho was a, a, a genius, a, unbelievable the things, a genius. A genius, unbelievable the, the things that he did uh -huh. in, in Barcelona. But I, I think, mm -hmm. I think he stopped playing before 
Uh, so early, you know? Through his career yeah, away. He, could, right? he didn't score much, I have this impression. Yeah. It's, it's more magical. For, for people watching the game, uh, it was incredible seeing uh, Ronaldinho Gaúcho play, you know? You don't expect him yeah. to, to do the things he did. Yeah, I was thinking here, uh, and look, I'm going to say that, but it, I don't really think like that. But there was a, a, a sports commentator that would say, this guy is like a circus, man. Yeah. <laughs> he likes to, to make these acrobacies and things, but he, he, they're not effective in the end. Yeah, the other players. Because they, like don't, they don't turn out to become goals, right? right? <laughs> yeah, it's just for entertainment. Yeah. Beautiful soccer, but you don't have the results. Yeah. So Ronaldo Ronaldo Phenom, the the Phenom is is the number one in your opinion. It's the number. He's the number one. He's the number one for me. I think it's an obvious question. Why? He is one of the best uh, strikers in soccer history, and I, I had the pleasure to see him playing in Corinthians. He was. Uh, uh, near the end of he was over really overweighted <laughs> he had he problems really much right? yeah he had problems with his physique you know his joints are falling mm -hmm. apart and he played great he was incredible yeah even yes uh, overweight totally agree But I have a different choice when it comes to the best soccer player ever. What do you think is the best player? Oh, you, you <laughs> took a while to ask me. <laughs> really? I thought I thought you would never <laughs> ask. Romário. Romário. Definitely Romário. And why? I was checking his numbers. And, and for the listeners, Alex... Uh, the guy has scored a thousand and two times. <laughs> he has played in PSV. I, I like this name. In the Hoven. Yeah. From Holland, from the, the Netherlands. PSV. He has played in Flamengo. Vasco. What else? Botafogo, no, I guess. Fluminense, I don't remember. Probably not. He, was just he played for Barcelona, no? America. He played for Barcelona, of course. One of the most beautiful goals he has scored were in Barcelona. Yeah, he was he was incredible. And I remember him uh, at the end of his career. But I remember him mm -hmm. making jokes about, oh, the next game I will score three times. And he did. The next game he did. Yeah. He would. But he's one of these guys that have this magic of self-confidence. Yeah. Romário has always been like that. I don't know. Nowadays, I think he's in politics. Right. right? He's a senator. I don't, I don't know if he's still in politics, probably. But when he was an athlete, he would say, I'm going to score two times. I'm going to score three times. And there he was. Yeah. 
<laughs> Unbelievable. He reminds me of Conor McGregor nowadays. Talking a lot, but doing the thing. No, those people who came to the scenario and they knew who they were and they convinced the people of who they were. Yeah. Romário was like that. So I think, man, the importance of self-confidence when you practice a sport, believing on who you are. And Romário was unbelievable. And, and the funny thing, if you guys who are listening are young, you probably you have never seen him play, but he was just, we would call him, he was in the bathroom, right? He was just in the, in the big area of the, the opposite team waiting for the ball. You didn't see him running to the midfield and coming back. Soccer was, was different paced in his time too. The... So you, you believe if he played today, he wouldn't be doing the same thing that he did? No, no. I, I said that soccer was different, but if he played today, he would He would be the best guy we have in Brazil. <laughs> the best. <laughs> A lot of people talk about Neymar, right, man? But I really don't see the same thing that people see. Sorry, Mark. What's your opinion about Neymar? I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. He's a good player. He has technical skills. Uh, But I don't like him as a person, and I, and I can't uh, support him playing. You know, I don't like him. But as an athlete, as a soccer player, oh, he's good. He's the best Brazilian player. Letting the 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 personal thing. He's the best Brazilian Brazilian player right now, worldwide. He's the best, and uh, no questions about that. Mm -hmm. I think he and Firmino maybe, mm -hmm. but. Do you think do you think he will get somewhere like Pelé did, no, like Romário so. did? I don't think so. Like Ronaldo? No. For me, it's Ronaldo, Romário are from a different world. You know, they are like blessed yeah. with the the by by the yes. soccer god. I don't think Neymar <laughs> uh, could reach. Uh, The level of Romário and Neymar. Romário and Ronaldo. You know, uh, something I was thinking this morning is when Romário played, if you take the World Cup 94, for example, we were the champions in the United right. States, right? First, we played against uh, Italy in the end, and we beat the guys 4-3 uh, on the penalties. That was the first time... The, ever that a game had gone to penalties on a final of a World Cup. I was just 13 years old. I was about to, to turn 14 when the, the World Cup happened. I remember the level of the soccer players. I remember, for example, Sweden had... The strikers were amazing. Watching a, 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 a squad versus another squad, Alex, was like seeing gladiators yeah. clashing. When Brazil played Sweden, there was a guy called Martin Dahlin. He was a striker in Sweden. I also remember 
uh, Petrescu, Dumitrescu, Cipoldi, I believe they were from Bulgaria, from Romania. So they were just monsters, big, big, big stars. It was really difficult to stand right. out, right? And... But Romario was a monster, a gigantic guy in the soccer field. And he's only 1.69 meters, yeah. which in, 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 for Americans to understand would be five feet eight. He's as short as this, as, as this. And he was a gigantic when he played. Yeah, and, and Romário somehow scored by head. He was a, an amazing header, you know? Yeah, he would, he would score goals with his, like, like uh, headbutt, right? Headbutt yeah. goals, I guess. Like, it was unbelievable because he jumped really high. So I saw Romário uh, being in the soccer field. I would say, yeah, we're going to win this. You probably don't remember, but there was a game in Brazil, in Maracanã, 1993, September 19th, 1993. It was the last game to see if we were going to be in the, in the World Cup United States. Brazil versus Uruguay. Do you know the story? No, I don't remember. This? Uh, I have born in 1992. Ah, you were born in 1992. <laughs> oh, my God. I felt old now. Okay, but Parreira was the coach, and, and he hesitated to call Romário for the team until the last game. Personal matter. So he was like a, a, the last... Excuse me? Parreira hesitated because of personal matters. Personal matters. He didn't like Romário yeah. as a person. I, I mean, maybe I'm saying something wrong, but at least that's what that was the media would say. Because Romário was always full of himself. As I said, like Conor McGregor, he knew he was the best. He didn't want to yeah. train with the team. I remember Romário saying, I don't need to train. So, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And to be honest with you, I, th I think yeah. he didn't need to train. He was not necessary. But okay, making a long story short, he was called for the last game as a, as a joker, a card at the table. And he was the one who scored two goals. The guy was amazing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And of course, Ronaldo, if you look at the World Cup 2002, same, same thing. thing, no? He had a health problem. He right? scored the last two goals. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, I knew before playing for international, you know? Mm. Yes. Yeah. The ligaments yeah, exactly. of the knee. Very nice. So uh, just for, for us to wrap up, Alex, I, I, I really need to let him go. He has some things to do. Let me ask you, what is the situation of the, the soccer like today? Are we having championships going on so that people can know? No. By the moment, we have no championships, but I heard at the radio, nothing, nothing is going, going on, on, but I heard today 
that the games will be back next week. Without Ah, yes, because João yeah, Doria, right. the governor, right? In São Paulo, he authorized the, the sports right. teams. Uh, yeah, but no problem, because it, it would be impossible, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. we have to wait for... Yeah, it's going to take one or yeah. two more years, man. I think so. We can see that. Right. Right? Alex, do you want to uh, say anything else before we wrap Just up? Just thank you. <laughs> Like Bye, Corinthians, and thank you for the opportunity, Mark. <laughs> Man, thank you for taking me up to the offer. It's an honor to have you oh, here. Oh, thanks. I hope you can come back so many other times. Count on me. And as I thank Rede Globo sometimes for, for allowing their artists to be able to be here, I have to thank Janaina for allowing me. <laughs> To have a mean, uh, uh, like 29 minutes of, of yeah, her boyfriend's yeah, sure. time. <laughs> Man, uh, be safe. Stay with me until I finish the my message to the public. And Thanks, thank you very much. One more time. Guys, this has been uh, another episode for Brazilian Subtitled Podcast. Uh, remember, we also have a channel on YouTube. Okay where you can see the images of this podcast that has just uh, been released. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the channel to access our social media on Instagram and Facebook and also Telegram. Thank you very much and see you next time. Thank, Thank you, you Alex. See you. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>